We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Okay, welcome to the show. It is Unsportsmanlike. Here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance, ESPN2, all of our great ESPN stations across the country, Sirius XM, Channel 80, along with Chris Canty, Michelle Smallman, Evan Cohen with you. College football playoff rankings out. We're a day away from Thanksgiving. Good morning, everybody. How you doing today? It's a good morning, Thanksgiving Eve. And Ev, let me say this. We have our first culprit. So I did the PSA at the beginning of the week oh, no. and said I did not want to receive the perfunctory happy Thanksgiving text. The text that doesn't have my name on it. The text that says happy Thanksgiving, my friend. <laughs> I didn't want to get it. And I already got it this morning at 12.05 a.m. Somebody violated and sent out the happy Thanksgiving text with the gift. I don't want it. Nobody wants to get it. Nobody wants to send it. Why do we want to weigh our people down with this obligation or this guilt that they should fire off a thousand happy Thanksgiving texts to everybody in their context? I don't understand it. Stop it, people. Just stop it. You are what's wrong with Thanksgiving. You are what's wrong with the holiday season. I don't want to waste my time sending out these texts. If you think enough to want to wish me a happy Thanksgiving, pick up the phone and call me. And if I'm not a person that you want to spend time on the phone with during Thanksgiving, then then I'm not your people. It's okay. It's okay. I'm not going to feel a way about it. You don't need to feel a way about it. Stop sending the Thanksgiving texts. All right, we got to ask a question. Is it someone we know? Because now I want to start guessing. Now I want to start guessing who it potentially could be. Is it, CC someone we know? Is it part of the ESPN family or the adjacent ESPN family? It is not a part of the ESPN ah. family. It's a part of the NFL family. Ooh. Now, this is, this, is, this is not a former player. Ah. This is somebody in team personnel. Mm. I'm not going to throw out the name. But I just, I just don't want to get the text message. And I know this person has better things to do than to text me this. I don't need this. Wait a second. Wait a second. I may have, I'm not going to name names, but I listen to when you talk enough. CeCe, you have a friend that is in and around NFL, the NFL, maybe in an office setting that dates back to your days playing in college. I'm not going to name names. I'm not going to give you the team. You have it's not, a, it's not, it's not, it's not that it's guy. Not okay, I am going to go into discover. Him. Smalls, would you like it's help? Not him. We're at Smalls it's and I are the him. private investigators now for on this case. Yeah, let the expert take over here, Evan. Thank okay, you go so ahead. Much. Sorry, sorry, Smalls, go ahead. Females sometimes better at this. Uh, I will say, Canty, the first thing that popped in my mind, you you give the timestamp there, twelve oh five. It feels like someone might have been a little lost in the sauce back home, mm. having a, a nightcap, if you will, reminiscing on the holiday and fired off the group text. That's what I, I'm kind of deducing here based on the 12.05 a.m. timestamp now. It's, I don't think it's possible with this individual. We're oh. past that phase with this person. Okay. Okay, so that yeah. means it's a grown-up. 
Um, it's a grown up. She, she or he, she or he would be married, um, and she or he would have kids. And I'm now going to guess they're West Coasters because mm. of the fact that it's a 12:05. They know who Cece is. They know he has to wake up early. They're probably on the, the West Coast, not thinking, "Oh man, I just texted him after midnight." But Smalls, where my mind is going with this, is because so. Side note, CeCe has now opened up an entire can of worms because what's going to happen on Thursday <laughs> is every single person listening is basically going to get on their Twitter, at yeah. Chris Canty 99 and oh just bombard him with happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> no doubt. It's and, and if you're tweeting at him, more likely than not, you're not going to call him because you don't have his number. You're not going to come by the studio or any of his uh, places of, of residence or business because you don't know where he is. So you don't know him, and you're just going to bombard him with happy Thanksgiving which is what he does not want. But this person, does this person listen to the show where they did it as a bit now? That's where my mind is going. No, I This don't person so. does listen to the show. Oh. I have evidence that this person <laughs> listens to the show. And I let it be known earlier in this week mm. that I didn't want to deal with this. I thought this person would be more considerate. I thought this person would have mm. a higher level of awareness and clearly they don't. Everything that I assumed about this person, all of, I, I guess, all of the re, the respect and all of the, 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 I guess, dignity that I assumed this person, the goodness that this person has, it just kind of goes out of the window because they gave me the text message that I didn't want to get. And it's the text message that they sent to all of their contacts. Like, it doesn't have my name in it. It doesn't reference me in any way. It's just a generic message that you're sending out. So you really don't care about wishing me a happy Thanksgiving. You really don't care how I'm doing. The whole hope all is well bit. You don't <laughs> care about that. You don't want to know that. You just want to send this for you so you can feel good about yourself. I reached out to all of my friends, all of my contacts to wish them a happy Thanksgiving. It's about you more than it is about me. And so what that tells me is this person for as good as this person is, a high moral character, this person just showed me that they're selfish. Mm. They want to be selfish. It's about them. It's not about others. That's, that's what that text message tells me. Uh, and that's why I'm so disappointed in this individual. Well, it's funny you say that because um, you know how you know it's really about them? Who sends a happy Thanksgiving on a Tuesday? <laughs> yeah. I that's mean, they wanted to be first. That's really what it comes down to, is they <laughs> wanted to good, be first. That's a great observation, yeah. I mean, seriously, it's like, oh, you won the... Now, I'm very selfish with birthdays. I always try to be first with other people's birthdays. Like, on the birthday, you'll get the early birthday. If I know your birthday, you'll get that really early birthday text from mm. me. Because it is a race in my mind. And this... So was it me that texted you Happy Thanksgiving yeah. now that I think about it? But I don't think it was. But the Tuesday early Thanksgiving text. Uh-oh, oh, here it goes. Here, here it goes. Oh At Chris Canty 99 you can see on ESPN2, just stop, start oh. bombarding oh him with the Happy Thanksgiving text. And make sure to add the turkey emoji or yeah. an appropriate gift. Yeah, and put oh at Unsports God. ESPN or at Evco Radio or M. Smallman on this as well because we got to get oh in the mix God. on this. Just CeCe really wants everybody to wish him a – everybody that he doesn't know that can't call him or swing by to wish him a happy Thanksgiving. You know who wow. feels like a guy who sends the generic to the entire contact list happy Thanksgiving with the turkey? Jim Harbaugh. 
No way. Yes. No. He doesn't yes. know it's Thanksgiving. Yes, he doesn't yes. know it's Thanksgiving. He's not going to yes. take the time to send the individual text because he doesn't have the time or he wants to present the illusion of being too busy as a coach. I totally see Jim Harbaugh being the contactless, happy Thanksgiving turkey emoji guy. Mm, that's interesting. Who in sports? Okay, you want me to open this up? I'm opening it up, baby. We got uh, to. <laughs> who in sports sport. sends the generic happy Thanksgiving text? 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. You can be a part of Unsportsmanlike Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. ESPN Nation presented by Dr. Pepper. It's not college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper. The ones fans deserve. My number one nominee is somebody that I'm a huge fan of, somebody I've been supporting all season long, but i got to be real about it. Russell Wilson sends the yes. I mean, yes. I gotta yes. be real about this. I may, I may even get the text from him at this point. <laughs> you added to the contact list, the distribution list. Yeah, I mean, he has the generic "Happy Thanksgiving, God bless" or something in there. And I'm not knocking religion. I'm saying I'm, he's, he does the add-on to that for yeah. sure. Russell Wilson is my answer on this. That's okay, so my nominee is Russell Wilson's former coach, Pete Carroll. Doesn't it feel like something that Pete Carroll would do while he's chewing his juicy fruit or whatever it is? <laughs> Pete Carroll's chewing the gum and he said, let me fire off this happy Thanksgiving uh, mass text message with the emojis, with the gift. Let me make sure that all of my players, past and present, know that I'm thinking about them on this special holiday. And I've got this cool factor, so I'm going to throw something in there, some lingo, to make everybody think that I'm keeping up with the times, but Pete Carroll seems like the coach that would do something like That's that. Good. So basically, can I then say Russ learned it from Pete and we can't blame That's Russ? That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> that That's he's fair. just following the That's lead fair. of his influence? He's, That's fair. And, yeah. That's absolutely fair. Small answer you got fair. on that. You're still staying with Harbaugh? I think I'm going to stick with Harbaugh, at least in the college ranks. Let me mull that over in the NFL for a second because, oh, you. Mm, I was almost going to say Kirk Cousins, but I feel like Oh, he, I could definitely see no, that. No, because I think oh, he yeah. would take the time to type out the individual text. He just seems like that guy that would go above and beyond for his teammates and his friends. I still think that's a yeah, good Kirk, answer. Kirk would actually put your name in there. Yeah, right? Kirk, Kirk will actually put your name in yeah, there. Yeah, so exactly. He's my nominee. I'm going to stick with, yeah. with Coach Harbaugh. All right, all right. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776, Dr. Pepper call in line. The person in sports that is going to send the generic happy Thanksgiving text without names or personalizing it over the next 48 hours or 24 hours or whatever it is here. As I'm Somehow I just drooled, I think. But what I just happened to me? I wasn't going to say anything, but I watched what it happen. What just happened to me? What is going on in there, Small? I, I, <laughs> what is happening right now? Cece, I just looked over and he had drool slowly but surely coming out of his mouth. It was hanging on the edge of his lip and I was like, I hope the camera's catching this. I... I had a sip of the coffee, and then I realized, oh, wait, I'm talking now. Usually I go with the sip when one of you two are talking. I tried to combine the coffee sip, talking, trying to transition to the college football, which now clearly is not happening. Oh, my God. Wow. All right, all right, let's do this. We're coming up. We'll get into the college football playoff. We'll get into the Thanksgiving stuff as well, obviously, and get your calls in on the Dr. Pepper call in line. Plus, has Aaron Rodgers actually – Maybe possibly cost more harm than good at this point for the New York Jets. We will dive into that. And Florida State outside looking in. Washington inside now looking out. It's Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. 
Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. We are on Sportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. The question is out there in the Dr. Pepper call line because nothing CC hates more than the mass text, the Happy Thanksgiving mass text, which somehow he's now getting starting on a Tuesday, which is just, I mean, it's, it, the guy doesn't like it. And so now his friends are just pushing it up even further to guarantee that he'll hate it forever. So we're asking you guys at 888-SAY-ESPN, at Unsports ESPN, who in sports sends the happy Thanksgiving mass text to their contacts without personalizing. We're going to get your phone calls in on the Dr. Pepper call in line in just a couple of minutes on that. But we did see the college football playoff last night. Release Georgia continues to be number one. Ohio State two, Michigan three. Washington now jumps in at four. FSU is now five. Boo Corrigan is in charge of the selection committee chair, and he was a guest with Ian Fitzsimmons here on ESPN Radio and discussed the Jordan Travis injury for Florida State and if it had an impact on them dropping. This was about Washington. It wasn't about, you know, I mean, how, how, how bad does everyone feel for Jordan Travis right now, right? You know, a uh, heck of a career, you know, heck of a season this year, Um you know, we're focusing on teams and those things, but there was Heisman conversations around him. But, you know, T- uh, Rodemaker came in, he scored 58 straight points um, after being down 13 to nothing. And, you know, they, I think I said it earlier, they got a bunch of dudes on the field, right? I mean, there's more than one guy they on the do. field and they, you know, really good team um, offensively, defensively flying around, you know, giving up 17 points a game. Uh, on defense and scoring over 40. So, you know, heck of a team and, you know, deserving of the number five ranking. You know, I told you this yesterday, and I'll say it again. People go back on the ESPN app and listen to the podcast. I refuse to believe that they're not factoring in the Jordan Travis injury. I know CC Washington had a great win. I know they're a great team. This has nothing to do with Washington. Am I supposed to believe they're not factoring in Jordan Travis for Florida State at all? Well, they're shortly going out of their way to convince us that Jordan Travis's injury has nothing <laughs> well to do said. with it, right? Yeah, I mean, exactly. Boot Corrigan has given us the entire resume of the Florida State team. They got a bunch of dudes on the field, what they've done this season, and Tate Rodemaker comes in and scores 58 unanswered points. Well, I mean, I'm sorry. Are you trying to explain why they should be in the top four teams or why they slid out? <laughs> I can't tell the difference. And I guess that's my point. It feels like everybody around this situation is caping for the fact that this has everything to do with Washington's resume and what they did on the field in Corvallis beating Oregon State and nothing to do with Florida State. Now, I get it. When we started the college football playoff rankings, Florida State was the more vulnerable top four team in the rankings. And we said an undefeated Florida State team could fall out of it because of the strength of the Pac-12 this year. But the Jordan Travis of it all – it just seems a little bit weird that they're going out of their way to say that it doesn't matter. 
Now, here's another separate aside. Like, I actually think it should factor in the fact that we're trying to pare this thing down to the best four teams in, in, a, in a playoff environment in order to crown a national champion. I actually think it should matter. But to me, it does seem a little suspect that they're going out of their way to say that Jordan Travis's injury doesn't factor into the math. Because that would upset people, right? That would upset all of the Florida State fans who feel like their team is deserving of that fourth spot. But this committee understands the assignment, guys. This is a television show. This is for entertainment. They want to put not only the four best teams in the college football playoffs, but design the most compelling matchups. And with Jordan Travis out, all of a sudden Florida State, unfortunately, is not one of the most compelling matchups versus any of the other three teams. They're looking at it like Washington, also a deserving team, and you can put Michael Penix Jr. on the path to compete for a national championship. It's it's a better watch, and it's a better storyline from a competition standpoint, which really stinks for Florida State. But unfortunately, that's where we are. I, think. I, I could not sit here and agree with both of you more. Like, it's just, it's obvious. CC is right. When a team does not have their full-fledged roster and you're going to put them in a college football playoff by choice, not by math, right? It's not a computer that's doing this where they're automatically triggered to get in. When you're putting them in by choice, you have to look at that team differently. We look, we grade this team based on Jordan Travis. We don't know how to grade the team now. And you're exactly right, Smalls. When you're thinking about a Final Four, and we know that this is not going to be the Final Four because obviously Michigan and Ohio State play each other this weekend. But when you're looking at a Final Four, this was it. You got a two-time defending champ. You have the brand that is Ohio State with Marvin Harrison Jr. You have Jim Harbaugh in Michigan. And you have a Heisman candidate and Michael Penix Jr. What do you have for Florida State right now? It's sad, but what do you? Nobody knows nationally who Mike Norvell is the way that they probably should in comparison to Jim Harbaugh, right? Or Kirby Smart. They're on their way to everybody knowing Mike Norvell. He's a great coach. That's not a knock on him. This is he's relatively new to FSU. He's been great and been on ESPN Radio many times. He's an excellent coach, and he's going to be able to really prove himself now without the quarterback. But the star of that team, the selling point, the protagonist in the story was Jordan Travis. He ain't there. Sadly, tragically, ain't there. This is not what it's going to be long-term because we know these two teams are going to play each other, Ohio State and Michigan, this week. All right, let's start uh, wishing CC a happy Thanksgiving. we got to continue <laughs> oh, doing man. that here. Um, the, the person in sports that is sending that group text, that mass text, happy Thanksgiving without personalizing. CC gave you Pete Carroll. I gave you Russell Wilson. Smalls gave you Jim Harbaugh. I almost think we should just put the Legion in a boom and just have the entire old Seahawks team is basically what we're doing here. Uh, Let's talk with Lenny in Florida listening by way of the ESPN app. What's up, Lenny? Hey, guys. How you doing? What's going on? CC, I've been – I'm going to have to tell you, you're going to get that text from, uh, with all the sincerity of a sociopath that he is, uh, Saban. Mm. Wow, Saban. interesting. Saban. I don't see I that. I didn't see that one coming. Yeah, I don't see that. I feel like Saban, Saban to me is more likely to not know how to text than yeah. to send the mass text to his contacts on Thanksgiving. I was going to say, I think he has a flip phone. I, you know, I just can't imagine him being bothered with something like that. Yeah, I don't see him doing well, that. Well, you know what's interesting though? Just talking to his former players, he is a pick up the phone and call his guys type of coach. So I don't know if that's Saban. I think Saban is a. Uh, if I'm going to wish you a happy Thanksgiving, I'm going to call you. We might only be on the phone for two or three minutes, but I'm going to call you and wish you a happy Thanksgiving. I don't know if I can go along with the Nick Saban. I agree. Totally agree. Tony in Indiana on Sirius XM 80. What's up, Tony? Good morning. Uh, sticking with Canty's theory 
of the early Tuesdays, I guarantee Aaron Rodgers is sending Travis Kelsey a text on his game day since it's Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) Well done. Well done. Well done. Uh, Trust me, we are going to get to Rodgers during the course of the show today. You're not going to want to miss what we have to say about Aaron Rodgers and the comments he made basically saying that Zach Wilson was a scapegoat. Really? Jason in Houston listening on 97.5 in Houston. What's up, Jason? Hey, how y'all doing? I'm a big Bears fan. I got, uh, I think the first time I'll pick, not that he really cares, but just to show he put the effort out there would be Ditka. Mike Ditka, did you Mike say? Ditka? Yeah, Mike Ditka. Mike Ditka. Again, one does of these Mike guys, Ditka... have. A, does he have a cell phone? Yeah, I was like, is he texting anybody? I, uh, I, I, don't, I don't see that, see that one. one. Yeah, I don't see that one either. Uh, Nile in Indiana, 93.5 in Indiana. What's up, Nile? Hey, guys. Uh, so, Michelle went with Jim Harbaugh, right? The same guy that's been suspended more times than he has bowling, that guy? <laughs> yep, that's who um, she went with. But my, my, okay, my sneaky pick's going to be actually Marshawn Lynch. I think he sends a crazy text that, like, you read it, you have no idea what's going on, but he just seems like the guy that he's going to mass text everybody, like, happy turducken day or something. That's that's an interesting spin, right? You can see Beast Mode doing something funny um, to his friends and his contacts. That's an interesting one. Uh, Martin on 99.9, the fan in Raleigh. What's up, Martin? Well, happy Thanksgiving to everybody but Chris Canty. <laughs> my, um, my, it's got to be Tom Brady. He's the GOAT. So he's the only person in the NFL right now who could probably get away with it without making – Everybody mad at it. Now, that's a really interesting one, Good CeCe. One. So one. let's let's play this out in your life because this stems, for anybody just tuning in, from CeCe getting the mass text on a Tuesday night for Thanksgiving when he has publicly stated, don't give me the happy Thanksgiving mass text. Get either a personalized one, call me. If we have a connection and a relationship, don't fake it, right? That's what, like Christmas trees, don't fake them. All right, and that's what, that's what CeCe is saying. Now, what if that mass text was from your old coach? Who you love and adore, Tom Coughlin. Would you have been okay with that? Oh, that's so tough. But CTC would actually put my name in it, though. It at least would say Chris. Mm. And I mean, it'd probably have the same body, like Hope All as well. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. And that's cool, but at least he would have my name in it. I would feel like, okay, this person took the time to put my name in it. I don't, here's the thing I don't want the text. But with TC, I would give him a little bit of grace, if that would make sense. What so about- a, part, a part of this is how much I actually like <laughs> I was just going to say. So, but what if it was, CC Tom Brady? What if you you look at it, your phone, you get a notification, and you get the mass text? Wait, I got to jump in on Tom this. Tom Brady. If Tom I would Brady- automatically assume he's trying to angle for something. With the Flake <laughs> no. Davis Spygate, they're trying to cheat me out of something. I'd I don't know furious. what it is, but furious. I wouldn't trust it. Okay, I'd I love so that. I'd be so furious. As a Patriot fan, if Tom Brady sent Chris Canty a happy Thanksgiving text, a man who beat him in the Super Bowl and beat up on him in the Super Bowl, I'd be furious at Tom Brady. How <laughs> dare you do that? It's I already got to deal with you and, and Strahan as business partners on things. Now we got to deal with uh, Canty's getting bombarded, by the way. At Chris Canty 99, oh everybody t- tweeting him happy Thanksgiving. I got, I got another one, Ev. I got yeah. another nominee. Yeah. To send out the mass generic happy Thanksgiving text, LeBron James. Ooh. Couldn't you see LeBron James in company, like all his different businesses, him singing out the mass happy Thanksgiving text? But could, he would, I he would change the name. That. He would change the name of Thanksgiving. He'd have his own name. Like he says, happy born day. Right? He won't say birthday. He says yeah. born day. 
I don't yeah. know what his name for Thanksgiving would be, but yes, I think that's a great one. LeBron would definitely. Yeah, he had, to- he had time. He only played 24 minutes last night, so he could have done that in the second <laughs> half, sent out the mass Thanksgiving text. I feel amazing. like he's just going to tweet Happy Thanksgiving and just count that, though. That like, would actually be amazing, though, Pat, if actually the LeBron LeBron was the person that texted CeCe in the second half of that win against the Jazz by 32 points uh, last night. All right, got to get to real or fake. we got to get to also the Aaron Rodgers situation. Plus, Dan Campbell had some interesting takes on Thanksgiving. We will do all of that after CeCe tells us about oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly, don't miss See Better Drive Safer Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts, where you'll get great deals on wiper blades, headlight bulbs, cleaning products, and more. Get up to a $20 O'Reilly gift card after rebate on select purchases, and their professional parts people will even install your wiper blades for free. That's free 99, y'all. Get ready for the weather ahead during See Better Drive Safer Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Stop by your local O'Reilly store or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. This is the Unsportsmanlike Podcast on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We are on Sportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance. Insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and Progressive.com. Before we get into our real or fake for some of the games coming up tomorrow around the NFL and real or fake, brought to you by Real Christmas Trees, Farm Fresh Christmas Trees. Get real, keep it real.com. CC, a question from the audience. Mm. Um, a.k.a. Justin, who runs everything. (laughs) Justin texted me a very interesting thing. He said, what's the response from CeCe? You get the happy Thanksgiving text, the mass text on a Tuesday. What do you do in terms of your response? Ignore a thank you, a you too. Where do you go with that, CeCe? It's interesting because I I do feel guilty not responding. So it's the copy-paste, thanks, same to you. Got it. Or thanks, same to you, to you, you and yours. Like it's just like it's it's one of those. Keep it on standby. You send me the generic text. I'm gonna send a generic response. In a way we go, which is why I don't want to do it in the first place because it seems so disingenuous. Like it's just like you didn't want to send it. You didn't think enough to personalize it in any way, shape, or form. So you, but you sent it anyway. And now I have to respond. I'm not going to put a whole lot of thought into my response. But the thing that I hate about it is that it's taking time out of my day. I don't want to take the five seconds to send you back this perfunctory response when we could have just avoided the whole thing altogether with you not sending a damn text message. So basically, there is a competitive nature in there because the moment 
you go back and personalize it. Like, oh, thank you. Hope Jane and Bob are doing well. You're like, oh, God, I just lost. I lost because I did something they weren't willing to do. They didn't personalize it with me. I ain't yes. personalizing it with them. All right, exactly. time now for a round of Real versus Fake, brought to you by Real Christmas Trees. Get real and keep it real this holiday season by buying Real Christmas Trees at Lowe's or wherever Real Christmas Trees are sold. For more information, visit GetRealKeepItReal.com. Again, this is important. If you're buying the fake ones, two things happen. Bad for the environment, and the American Christmas tree farmers are going to lose jobs. They don't have the trees to then work on. You're going to then hurt them. You don't want to do it. Buy the real ones. Get the real experiences, the smell, the touch, the feel. Get real. Keep it real. Com. Smalls, real versus fake. Yes, we love real Christmas trees, but I'm going to give you some statements surrounding our Thanksgiving Day NFL matchups, and you guys are going to tell me whether it's real or fake. Let's first look at the Packers at Lions. Guys, real or fake, Jordan Love is the Packers' future quarterback. Uh, I'm going to go real, but I'm not saying it with my chest. This is an organization that likes stability. They value their draft picks. And we remember Aaron Rodgers in his first year, the team went 6-10. and 10. Now, Rodgers played markedly better than what we're seeing from Jordan Love, but we knew that Jordan Love was going to be a work in progress. He was a project when the Packers decided to draft him, but they've won two of their last three games, and during that span, he's averaged 280 yards passing, and he's got five total touchdowns to only one interception. It feels like things are trending in the right direction as we move into the second half for Jordan Love. He's got a relatively low cap hit next season, so I think they stay with him. I'm going to say real, but I'm not very confident. I totally agree with CeCe. I'm going to take it very literally. Next year is technically the future. I think he's really going to be their quarterback next year. If you asked future two years from now, can't go there. So like the Christmas trees you should buy, real. I feel like we're all saying real, but we're squinting a little. Yeah. We're, we're yeah. bracing ourselves. <laughs> we're like, I think I literally did squint, actually, yeah, on that I know. one. He's, he's shown you uh, something, but not enough for you to say it with your chest. All right, let's look at the other quarterback in this matchup. Lions quarterback Jared Goff. Real or fake, guys? Jared Goff is a Super Bowl-winning caliber quarterback. I'm, I'm going to say real because I'm going to apply illogical logic. That's one more win. In other words, he got to a Super Bowl already. Like, he's done that. Now, he wasn't the reason why, but he wasn't the reason why they didn't get to the Super Bowl. So I'm going to say if he's got a good enough team around him, which may or may not be this year, probably not, but maybe in the years to come, that I'm asking him to do one more round or one more win, give me one more win than he gave me with the Rams a few years ago. That logic doesn't 100% make sense. I get it, but I'm going to say real. Yeah, I'm going to say real, too. I'm going to stand by this. I think the Detroit Lions end up with the number one overall seed in the NFC. And I get it. Philadelphia just beat the Kansas City Chiefs. But Philadelphia has a really tough stretch of games over the next month of football. And so I'm going to give the nod to the Detroit Lions. And if that ends up being the case, they start out being one of eight teams that has an opportunity to win a championship rather than being one of 14. And Jared Goff has already played in the Super Bowl, like Ev said. So I would say, yes, Jared Goff is a Super Bowl-winning quarterback. Absolutely, and even though the Lions shouldn't have let the Bears keep it that close, the fact that he was able to maintain his composure, fight back in that game, engineer those two drives for them to win the game, that says something to me. All right, let's swing it over. Commanders at Cowboys. Real or fake, guys? Evan, let's start with you. Sam Howell is the Commanders' future quarterback. I'll answer similarly to the way I answered on Jordan Love. Factually, the future is next year. I think he's going to have a shot to be their quarterback next year. 
at this point, I see too many turnovers, too many mistakes. I know the team loves him to think he's longer than next year. He may be, but I can't say that now. Cecil. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say not. It's fake. He's not their future quarterback. I mean, I listen, the commanders right now are seventh in the draft order, and they're talking about potentially as many as four quarterbacks going in the top ten of the twenty twenty four draft. So if the commanders are in striking distance to get a quarterback, a new regime, presumably a new head coach, they're going to want to find their own franchise quarterback. And so Sam Howell may be the bridge, but he's not the long-term future at the QB position in D.C. That's going to be somebody that's playing college football right now. So I'm going to say fake. All right, CeCe, let's stick with you. Let's look at the Cowboys quarterback, Dak Prescott. Real or fake? Dak is an MVP candidate. Fake. You got to actually beat a good team in order to be an MVP. And I get it. You can only beat the teams that are on your schedule. But the next month and a half is going to tell the tale with the Dallas Cowboys because the games they got coming up, I mean, you're talking about a matchup with the Seahawks, a matchup with the Philadelphia Eagles on the road against Buffalo, Miami, and then home against Detroit. We'll know who the Dallas Cowboys are by the end of December. They're actually going to have to beat a good team. And that's what I'm looking forward to seeing. I'll say fake now, but could be real later. If he has a couple of those wins that CeCe just brought up on the schedule, then he's in it. But right this second, I'm going to say fake. It's, even though quarterback is the most important currency in all of team sports, it's still hard for me to give Dak that nod or that consideration when I think Michael Parsons is the best player on the team. That's it's, fair, too. It's always going to be too. hard for me. All right, final matchup, guys. 49ers at Seahawks. Real or fake, Ev, Brock Purdy is back to being a serious MVP candidate. Again, like Christmas trees you should buy, real. Because by the end of the season, his touchdown-to-interception ratio is going to be excellent. He had a literally a perfect game in terms of passer rating. I'm not suggesting he's definitely going to win it, but the question was about his candidacy. And I think 18 touchdowns, 5 interceptions, he's going to get to 30-plus and less than 10 on a team that will win double-digit games. So real. It's hard for me not to say real. I mean, the guy has that best QBR in all of football through week 11. So I, I got to say it's real. We, we know that he's not the same quarterback when he doesn't have all his pieces in the lineup. But when he does, this offense, this team looks like the most unstoppable force in all of football. So I'm going to say real. Brock Purdy as an MVP candidate, even though I would say he doesn't necessarily have the best case of anybody in the National Football League. It's also hard, guys, not to put him in that consideration when he comes off a game where he posts a perfect passer rating. <laughs> He's been outstanding. All right, last one. Cece, we'll start with you. Real or fake, the Seattle Seahawks are a Super Bowl contender. Fake. I think they're a year ahead. They have the second youngest roster in the entire NFL. So I think this is progress for Pete Carroll in the post-Russell Wilson era of Seahawks football. But I think they're, again, a team that's going to get to the playoffs but it's probably going to be an early exit. They, they, they're building toward being a Super Bowl contender, but they're not right now. So I'm going to say fake. Like the Christmas trees, you should not buy fake. <laughs> fake, fake, fake. Again, I feel similar to CeCe. I don't want to sit here and knock them because I think it's awesome what they've done in their post-Russell Wilson era. And I think that the comeback and the revival of Geno Smith has been amazing. But Super Bowl contender? Nah, that feels, that feels a little much, does it not? It's aggressive. It's aggressive. <laughs> Playoff contender. Yeah. But Super Bowl contender? Nah, I don't I don't think so. It's aggressive. Real or fake, <laughs> brought to you by Real Christmas Trees. Get real and keep it real this holiday season by buying real Christmas trees at Lowe's or wherever real Christmas trees are sold. For more information, visit getrealkeepitreal.com. One NFL head coach hates 
turkey for Thanksgiving. We'll get to that next. It's on Sportsman <laughs> on ESPN Radio. <laughs> This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. We are Unsportsmanlike presented by... We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Impressive insurance here on ESPN Radio. Keep the calls coming at 888-SAY-ESPN. Dr. Pepper call in line. The person in sports that sends the group text Thanksgiving, mass text on Thanksgiving, the non-personalized happy Thanksgiving text that Chris Canty despises. And now everyone is sending him as a result, <laughs> both on his phone and on Twitter at Chris Canty 99. So obviously with Thanksgiving tomorrow, we're all excited about that. We will be here, by the way, tomorrow and Friday. So looking forward to spending our Thanksgiving with you guys. Um, turkey, of course, is the traditional meal. Everybody knows that. And Dan Campbell, the head coach of the Lions, was on with Stoney and Jansen with Heather on 97.1, the ticket, and gave a breakdown of his Thanksgiving plate. Must have is ham. I'm a big ham guy. Okay. I'm not. Uh, I'm not a turkey guy unless it's unless it's fried turkey. Then I'm all for it. I am not a dressing fan. I am not. I'm not a dressing fan. I'm not a cra- cranberry fan. Okay. Like, I'll throw that right out to the dogs. I'm yeah. going straight off the plate, right on the floor. <laughs> Everything else is fair game. I'm all good. I'll just load it right on top of each other. It's a full stack. Okay. So uh, he's not a turkey guy. He is a ham guy. Are we good with this? Well, you know what I'm good with, Ev? The fact that the man has a clear game plan. <laughs> like, that's that's the thing. People, people got to realize, if you're going to properly dominate Thanksgiving, you have to have a game plan that will allow you to have success. Like, for me, I'm going to go after the big plate, and it's going to be relatively early. We do Thanksgiving dinner in the candy household around 2.30 or 3 on the big day. But after I have the full plate, I'm going to come back, and my second plate is going to be just a couple of things, whatever I, I deemed as my favorites for that meal. So I'm going to come back, do that. After the second plate, which is only a couple of things, I'm going to do dessert. And I'm going to wait a while before I hit the dessert tray. I'm going to do the desserts because, you know, you've got three or four different desserts. You got the lemon the lemon cake, the lemon pound cake from Miss Geraldine from the church. You got the sweet potato pie that my mother-in-law does, which is phenomenal. I mean, my mom is going to do a 31-day cake. Like, the, the, there are certain things that you have to have. And so I got to make sure that I properly, you know, execute when it comes to dessert because that's important for me. After the dessert, I'm going to wait about an hour and then I'm going to get another plate. So I do the first big plate, then there's a little bit of lag, second plate, after that dessert, then I get my third plate. And you got to start early enough in the day where you can fit all of that in and not and and not go to sleep on a full stomach, if you understand what I'm saying. So you got to have a game plan for Thanksgiving, and Dan Campbell clearly let us know that he has a game plan. Yeah, I, I want to go to Pat Costello on something here quickly because Pat, our producer – uh, now has a take on those who have takes, of course, on turkey. Yes, Pat. 
Yeah, I think that it's just become really popular to say that Turkey's overrated this year uh, in particular. And I don't think it's interesting anymore. I think everyone thinks it's an interesting take to have. But when everyone's saying it, you're not contrarian. You're just with the group. And you're not interesting or cool. Turkey's fine. All right, let me just take a step back on this. I find it fascinating that the producer of the show, one of the many producers of the show, after we play the take of a guy saying the turkey's overrated, then says, I no longer think it's interesting that people say that. We could have just not played that all together, Pat. I mean, we could have just avoided this. But I will say, that does lead us to this. Smalls has been quiet here, right, for the first minute. <laughs> I've Why? I've been thinking. I've been thinking. No, she's been loading up on things. She's got stuff ready to go because here, ladies and gentlemen, is the one and only Michelle Smallman with the Thanksgiving NFL comps. So I try to get a nap in every day, and it doesn't normally work. A lot of times I just lay there with my eyes closed, but I can't fall asleep. Yesterday was one of those rare deep sleep days, and mm. I emerged from the snap a little delirious, and all I could think of was NFL players as Thanksgiving comps, size, etc. So I'm going to throw some out to you guys. You tell me if you think that this is on par, okay? Okay, first of all, whether you like it or not, oh, thank you for that little NFL music right there. Turkey is the star of the show at Thanksgiving. We literally build the plate, build the meal around the turkey. So it's got to be Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is the turkey on the table at Thanksgiving. Mm, not in not in on it. Not in. No, to me, the turkey if if the turkey's the star of the show, the turkey's also boring. You're always looking for other things outside of the turkey. I almost think that's more Belichick. No, because, because it's like just there and it's but it's always there and it's always going to be competitive and it's always going to be front and center. And that's Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, but he's <laughs> too exciting to be compared to a turkey. I don't know. What it's do you think? It's literally Cece? called Turkey Day. Yes, exactly. Eh, he's yeah, I know, but uh, that's the thing. Uh, turkey, it just it, I don't know. It feels like you have to be so precise in order to make turkey good, you got to have somebody that knows what they're doing. They got to properly brine the turkey, and they got to have the right accoutrements around the turkey when they're cooking it in order to make it work, in order to make it passable. With Pat Mahomes, you don't have to do that. Like, he's, he's good whether he's got an all-pro receiver in Tyreek Hill or whether he has the receiving core that he's working with now that leads the league in drops. Pat Mahomes is good under any circumstances, under any day. It's not one of those things that you want just one day out of the year. You want Pat Mahomes all the time. I don't know if I could go with Pat Mahomes as the turkey. I just don't know if I feel comfortable with Okay, that. well, let's see if I can win you over with the rest of these. What about Miles Garrett as the stuffing? Major assist to the turkey. If the turkey's not great, the stuffing can pick up the slack. If the turkey's dry, if it's meh, the stuffing can sometimes be the vessel to lead you to a Thanksgiving plate victory, which is what we see out of Miles Garrett with the question mark at quarterback in Cleveland. I like it. And and here's the thing. I think most people like stuffing on Thanksgiving. Like it's one of those things that everybody agrees should be on the table. Regardless of how you feel about the turkey, stuffing will be there. Now, Dan Campbell, I feel like he has the rare take. He's the rare person that doesn't like dressing. He doesn't like stuffing. But I mean, Everybody else pretty much likes it. It's good. It establishes a nice base. It sets a high floor, and that's what Miles Garrett does for the Cleveland Browns. I understand where you're going on that. The thing that I differ with you on is that you like stuffing. I'm not a huge stuffing guy. To me, it's almost like stuffing is a bunch of, like, you don't know what is in it. Like, what is all of that stuff? It feels like the NFC South is stuffing. Like, what is all of that? I don't even know what all that is with the NFC South. All right, next one, Smalls. 
Kirk Cousins' pumpkin pie. We're always going to wonder if it's an elite pie, a situational pie. Not quite sure if it's a tier one pie or if we just love it because it's Thanksgiving. And that is Kirk Cousins. You can't do better than that. I mean, that's just yeah. well done. Yeah. Well done. I mean, Cece, I, I can move on after that one. That was tremendous by her. That Thank was you. awesome. Thank Excellent. You. Excellent. Thank Excellent. You. Well done, Smalls. Next one. This one is specifically for our very own Chris Canty. Kickers, any kicker in the NFL is the gravy. You've got one job. It's important, but it's not the most important. You just got to come in and add a little something. Any kicker in the NFL, the gravy. Absolutely. You're just going to accentuate the success that we've already had as a team and don't screw it up. Like <laughs> the team is have we have a beautiful feast in front of us and the gravy is supposed to add on to it, not take away from it. So I'm with you on that one, Smalls. Kickers as gravy. I'm all on board with that. Perfect comp. All right, next one. Christian McCaffrey as the cornbread. It's incredibly versatile. Mm. When it's right, it can be an absolute game changer. You can eat it solo with a little butter. You could break it in half, make it a turkey sandwich. The versatility of cornbread, unbelievable. It's Christian McCaffrey. That's interesting. I had a cornbread comp that is will appeal to no one but maybe Cece. My cornbread comp, because cornbread is awesome, but you almost don't even know it's there sometimes. It's just on the table, and you're like, oh, there's a cornbread, but it's always there, and it's always good. Joe Tooney. Who's Joe Tooney? Joe Tooney is an offensive lineman that was on the Patriots for their run and now on the Chiefs for their run. He's always in the AFC Championship game or the Super Bowl, but nobody knows he's even there. Yes, I just compared cornbread to Joe Tooney on national radio. You saw what he did, Smalls. He had to get a Patriot in there. Yeah, it was so unbelievable he wanted to work system. in Joe Tooney. <laughs> I, I get I see. You. All right, you last- know, Smalls, here's the thing. The Christian McCaffrey of it all, I don't know if he's the cornbread. We don't really do cornbread. We got the that's the base for the stuffing. I think Christian McCaffrey is more the mac and cheese. Oh. He's a star and he's versatile. He can get he can beat your receiving, he can beat your running. Oh. I like Christian McCaffrey as the mac and cheese. So I had Tyreek Hill as the mac and cheese Ooh. because it's tough to top. The mac and cheese is always fire. Just like Tyreek Hill with the speed and it's tough to top. He's my mac and cheese. Okay, I know you loved your Miles Garrett one, but based on your logic, I actually think Miles Garrett. Garrett applies to mac and cheese better. He's actually the best player on the team, but he doesn't play the biggest position. Mm. That's mac and cheese. Mac and cheese is actually the best player on the plate, but it's not It's not mac and cheese day. It's turkey day. We're on Sportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Unsportsmanlike live weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch on ESPN2 and on ESPNU. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle.